Welcome to Foundational You with Dr. Dean Hackett, the home of biblical teaching and cultural impact. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast. You can find out more about Dr. Dean, read his blog, and find more episodes at fdeanhackett.com. Now for today's episode. Welcome to Foundational You. I'm Dr. Dean. I'm really glad you have joined me for this podcast. We're looking at the outcome of moral relativity. In the book of Psalms, chapter 11, King David made a very important statement that is very relevant to you and to me today. I'm going to read the first seven verses of Psalm 11. In the Lord I seek refuge. How do you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string, that they may treacherously shoot the upright in heart. If the foundations are broken, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in His holy temple. His throne is in heaven. His eyes see. His eyes examine mankind. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and one who loves violence his soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals of fire and brimstone and burning wind. This will be the portion of their cup. For the righteous Lord loves righteousness. His countenance upholds the beauty. King David is lamenting because he is seeing the morals of his culture beginning to diminish And he's going, wait a minute, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's just going to give place to more violence, to more crime. It's just going to give place to more wickedness. And the righteous will find it difficult to stand and to live righteous in the midst of that culture because the foundations are being shaken. The scripture says in Hebrews chapter 11 that Abraham was looking for a city with foundations whose builder and maker is God. Isn't that curious that they would use those terms? He's looking for a city with foundations. In other words, it's saying that Abraham is looking for that place to live where there is a foundation in the culture, where there's a solid foundation that that community is being built on. He's looking for a place to live where there is a culture, there is a community that is being built upon a solid foundation. Why? Because if the foundation is fluid, that gives place that gives place to insecurity instability when the foundation is fluid then nothing is secure there's no anchor points for security there are no boundaries for safety because everything is fluid and yet and yet postmodernism and deconstructionism says that there are no absolute truths. There are no absolute truths. There are no absolute realities. 
because truth and reality is fluid. It's always flowing. It's always changing. That's why in our culture today, they're saying that our, our constitution isn't, isn't right because it's static. Our culture, our nation was built as a constitutional republic upon a static set of laws rooted and based in our constitution. The constitution was not evolving. It wasn't fluid. Constitution wasn't evolving. It's not fluid. The constitution was static and set. These are the set laws. So our courts could always go and look and say, okay, it, it, does, it, does it equal this? The Supreme Court could make rulings that, wait a minute, that doesn't match the Constitution. There was something solid. There were some absolute standards. And that gives foundation. That gave foundation to the greatest nation in history, the greatest culture in history, the greatest economy in history, because it was built upon that solid foundation. It wasn't a fluid moving foundation. It was a solid foundation. And Almighty God wants you to be able to build your life on a solid foundation. But how do you build your life on a solid foundation if there are no absolute truths, there are no absolute standards upon which to build? That reminds me of some contractors back in the 90s in the state of Oregon that built a whole series of condominiums over on the Oregon coast. But they chose, the site that they chose to build it was uh, a, a portion of sand that had been accumulated over, over a lengthy period of time and they built those condominiums on that sand. Well, if you know the Oregon coast very well, it tends in the wintertime to have two or three of those storms that come through with winds and rain, winds between 60 to 100 miles an hour. And uh, sometimes it, it reaches that extreme point. Other times it's in the 60, 70 range. But those storms hit every winter. There's two or three of them. And there's times it's extreme. I remember one year it blew the roof off of a off of a Pizza Hut building. And that storm came through after they had built those condominiums and those condominiums fell to the ground because they had built those condominiums on sand. They hadn't gone back up uh, on, on, the, uh, on the ocean, on the ocean coast where there was solid rock in front. They built it on the sand. They had a fluid foundation. It wasn't solid and secure and it couldn't stand. Oh, that's right. I remember Jesus saying something like that, didn't he? In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, Jesus said these words. Sorry, my pages are sticking together. <clears throat> he said, Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on a rock. And everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them 
will be like the foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it fell and its fall was great. You see what Jesus is saying? Someone who builds a house that's solid and secure is someone who has chosen to hear my words and do them. They have found they have found a solid, absolute truth and they, they believe it and they live by it. The one who hears my words but doesn't do them, but they're fluid, they're fluid, truth is fluid, it's my truth. Oh, I know the Bible says that, but that's not necessarily what I believe. It's fluid. Oh, I know, I, I know, I know that's what has been taught for years, but I just don't think that's relevant today. And so it's fluid. It's fluid. And he says, they're building on the sand and it's not going to stand. When the storms come, it's not going to stand. When the storms come, it's not going to stand. But the one that built his house on absolute truth, when the storms of life comes, it stands. See, Almighty God wants us to build our life on a foundation that is solid and secure. That's why Jesus said in John chapter 8, he said, if you abide in my word, you're my disciples indeed. And you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Wow. God wants us to build our life in stability and in strength. God wants us to build our life in stability and in strength. But that only happens when there's a solid, sure foundation in our life. We see another warning that is relevant to this in the book of Proverbs in chapter 22, verse 28. Do not remove the ancient landmark which your fathers have set. Now, he's referring specifically here in this, he's referring to what we would call um, those, those markers, those survey markers that establish the boundary of your land. Okay? Don't remove, don't remove the survey markers that establishes the boundary of your land. Don't Move the ancient boundary stones. Don't remove those. And that, that's the same in our life. There are ancient boundary stones. There are absolute truths that have been truths from the beginning of time. But now postmodernism and deconstructionism is removing those boundaries. Removing those boundary stones and saying, well, you know, reality is fluid. Truth is fluid. There is no absolute truth. There's no absolute reality. And so they're, they're, they're removing those boundary stones. And when they do, then, then okay, where's, where's the boundary? Where's the boundary of my life? What, what, establishes, what establishes the boundary of my life? What, how do I know what my identity is? How do I know who I am? How do I know my origin? How do I know my purpose? 
How do I know the destiny of my life? How do I know moral values? How do I know what's right and wrong? How do I, all of that is being removed because we're removing those ancient boundary stones. They're being removed. When we removed God, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Don't make yourself any graven images. Honor thy mother and thy father. All of those, all of those boundary stones. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not bear false witness. See, when you, when you remove those ancient boundary stones, what adds stability in your life? So, so when you go to work tomorrow, what, what requires integrity in the marketplace? And what standard of integrity? Is it, is it all right in, in this case for your employer to, to, to give a little under the table? Is, is it okay for him to accept this bid because even though he knows that bid has been, has been really, really low. And as he looks at that bid, he realizes they're going to use far inferior product. But because, but be, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to save money and they'll, and they'll be able... See, see what, 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 what establishes integrity and honesty and truthfulness in business and in contractual negotiations what establishes truth there if everything is fluid where's the safety where's the protection where's the boundary what what says that that the politician like we we've just had in this last election find out that one of the men elected to congress had completely fabricated everything in his bio and now he's in congress but all of his all of his campaigning was based upon a bio that was complete fabrication. But he's in Congress. Is he going to stay there? Most likely because everything's fluid. Everything's fluid. Well, but, but he did that so he could get elected. It's okay. No. Where, where are the boundaries? You see, when we move the ancient boundary stones and everything becomes fluid, where is the safety where is the protection? Job talks about this in the book of Job. Chapter 24. Since times of judgment are not kept by the Almighty, why do they who know Him not see His days? Some remove the landmarks. They violently take away the flocks and feed on them. They drive away the donkey of the orphan. They take the widow's ox for a pledge. They turn away the needy. The poor of the earth are forced to hide. Behold, as wild donkeys in the desert, they go out to their work, rising early for a prey. The wilderness yields food for them and for their children. You see what he's saying? Hey, the ancient boundary stones have been removed. Because those ancient boundary stones have been removed, 
You've got, you've got theft going on. You've got violence going on. You've got insecurity for families going on. Because now, because the ancient boundary stones has been removed, there's no standard to curb violence. There's no standard to curb crime. There's no standard to curb what should, should be right order within the community. We, wanna, we, want, we, need to, we, we need to defund the police. Okay, who's going to then bring protection? What's curious is some of those who have been the loudest voices for defunding the police, when crime came to their home, they wanted the police. Why? Well, because they knew. They knew there had to be, there had to be something that established order. Oh, yes. But you're removing the ancient boundary stones. Truth and reality are fluid. It's flowing. There's no absolutes. See, this is, this is the strength. This is the strength of having a culture that's built upon a foundation of absolute truth. This is, this is the security that comes when there is an absolute reality. And, and that's, that's the danger that we have in our culture today, is we have removed that foundation upon which it was built. That's what's going to bring strength in your life, security in your life. That's why it has been, it has been known for decades that children that grow up in a home where there is order, where there is structure, where the meals are, are eaten at the same time each day, when the bedtime is always there, when, there, when there's, you know, you, okay, in, in our home, like in my family, we told our children, there are three things you can count on always, always, always. We always get up at this time and we have breakfast and we have lunch and we have dinner. You always take a shower and you brush your teeth every day and you practice the piano every day. <laughs> that, was, that was in our home. But when there's structure, and it's the children are healthy, they're secure, they have a sense of identity and worth and value when there is structure and there's order and there's consistency in the home. It's the same way in our own heart, in our own life. When we build our life on a solid foundation and there's order, and their structure, then their security, their solid identity, there's a solid sense of worth and value. Well, in our next study, looking at the outcome of moral relativity, we're going to ask ourselves, so what builds this foundation? What builds this foundation? Down the road, we're going to be looking at a study where we're going to look at, at the competing worldviews that, that we're in right now, the competing worldviews. And, and what, is a solid, what is the solid right worldview that will build a life of solidity? I thank you for joining me in this study. God bless you. I look forward to joining you on our next podcast. Thank you for joining us today. 
This Christ-centered biblical training is a ministry of Spirit Life Ministries. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. For more information or questions for Dr. Dean, please contact us at the website fdeanhackett.com.